Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. My name is Neil Dreskel and I am talking to you today about some thoughts of what you can do to help give yourself the best chance of success when you're out on passage. Now, when I'm talking about being on passage, I am literally talking about going out and having a, a destination that's different to the starting point. Um, now, to start with, that might be a relatively local trip, or it could be quite a bold one. But particularly when we're looking at things which are kind of stretching more than sort of six, seven hours at sea, maybe even getting into multi-day passages... There's a few things that I, I want to talk to you about, and it really comes from things that we focus on within the online skipper is that kind of processes and skills that you can implement and develop in the early part of your boating so that then it's just transferable as you go through and start taking on bolder adventures. Certainly not something which you can't implement even if you've got a lot of experience. You know, It's always helpful just to kind of take a little look back and say, with the benefit of hindsight, is there anything that we could have done ever so slightly better? And look, if you are someone who is able to look back on your, all your past passages and the answer to that is no, then well, well done, because that that would be a massive achievement. So let's have a look at some of the things that you might think about. But also, before we go there, I just want to bring your mindset round to how you might be thinking about these things as you're as you're out as a skipper, mate, even crew member. So how I always think about this is almost um, like, if you like, being able to talk to your future self. We all know that hindsight is twenty twenty. so an hour down the line, a day down the line, 12 hours down the line, it kind of doesn't matter. But further in the future, if you find yourself managing other situations that might might evolve be it from just trying to find your way into a a new harbor uh, and making sure that you've got all the eyes on board helping and engaged and on top of all the things that you need to be doing through to you know maybe you might be in a adverse situation or uh, dealing with some uh, not ideal weather then and and obviously there's there's heaps of other options but really it's that kind of scenario where you find yourself at a point in the future We've got a bid on and you're thinking, wow, if I could go back 12 hours or a day or an hour and have a chat with myself, these are the things that I would have done so that when I got here, I was just so much better set up for it than I currently find myself. And what what happens is over time, if you take this approach, then one, you will find yourself in these situations from time to time and it just means that you'll just constantly be evolving and improving and developing your kind of procedures and what you're doing on board. It also means that your approach will make, will give you a much better chance of not finding yourself uh, at the beginning of what we call a domino effect where... Uh, you know, one minor event leads to another event, which leads to another event, which could potentially lead to something quite serious. So what we're trying to do is think in advance, 
what are the things that we can have done to help ourselves out? Now, there's so much that I, I'm not going to, you know, you could basically just um, hear me list off for the next 10, 15 minutes every kind of element of skippering. So what I've tried to do is just narrow it down into kind of a few key areas where things could potentially, you know, go really well or or not go so well, depending on the scenario. So first of all, we're going to look at navigation. Now, within the navigation, there's one side is looking at where you currently are. So am I, you know, am I taking the time at the moment while I can to just be on top of how we're performing against what my anticipated ETA to this point was? Are we... Uh, have we filled out, you know, current logbooks? Have we checked the track? Have we done the relevant checks to make sure we're happy that none of the compasses are subject to deviation, that the the helm, be it the autopilot or a, a human one, is on top of the course? Do we know that the... Are we on top of what the next kind of navigational hazards and issues and features are uh, when they should arrive? Are we on top of the... How changes in the current weather forecast eta uh, other issues might be going on on board you know maybe not as many people feeling as well and healthy as they might have been due to things like seasickness are, are, are we still going to the right destination are we are we still going to arrive with the light that we expected i is it still going to be daylight or um are we now going to be a bit later and it's, we're going to have the sun setting in our eyes? All these questions, you know, like, it's just that if you've got the time to go and actually look at all of that while you're on, on the trip, it's important so that if you then find yourself in a scenario, which I have many times, that it's not feasible to get to the chart table for a fair while, maybe you can kind of send someone to check something that you specifically need, but you you are tied up and can't can't get anywhere near that for the time being you want to be as on top of your game as possible at the point that 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 moment arrives and it's a really good discipline to kind of just build in even if you're just doing kind of four to 12 hour passages it's just taking that time you know even when you're just doing sort of position fixes and things to just get on top of those questions so that by the time you're then attacking the same questions on multi-day passages then you're just doing the same thing it's just maybe you're doing it every day rather than you know every two or three hours the next thing then is the boat check so um you've obviously got the pre-departure boat checks which hopefully have gone on and um, you've got other people involved in them but it's also all the things that you can do as running boat checks, you, you know, you might, depending how methodical you are, you might have lists of these that you do while you're out there, um, ranging from making sure that you are carrying out certain, you know, running engine checks or uh, steering or, you know, bilge checks, etc. You might be recording these, you might just take a look around the boat. It really all depends on kind of your approach. But um, the classic really i i would say to try and help you kind of get your mind around the things that you might be doing is uh, i always think about the navigation lights you know the the checking the navigation lights two hours before sunset finding out that they are not working um you've probably got a fair chance of actually fixing the issue uh, or even at least just doing a decent job of 
rigging um, the emergency lights or whatever you, you need um, prior to sunset. Turning the navigation lights on at sunset or just after and then realizing that they're not working. Everything you're now doing, you've got to do in the dark. It kind of just follows on the same thing. You know, at the point that you find water in the bilge, is it an hour since you last looked or is it a day or is it never? Because, you know, knowing if if this is new water or old water um, could be a, you know, could be a real issue. And I mean, especially a lot of modern boats now, um, particularly sailing yachts, um, the boards might well be screwed down and fixed in places that you've actually only got a very limited amount of access into bilges, for example. So suddenly the boat's leaning over and water's pouring out. It, 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 I, you know, that's never ideal to have water inside the boat. But you know, if you if you knew it was there when you set off, or you think it was there when you set off, it's probably a bit less alarming than suddenly finding it all there. Now, these kind of checks, they kind of go, they go on. Um, I try and keep a discipline on deck and and below deck of a regular walkthroughs. It's great if you can delegate some things out to people, because um, otherwise it's just a huge amount for you to do. One of my most common ones when you've got a lot of people on the boat is, um, you know, just regularly checking all the hatches. It, you know, it's amazing how often people will open them at sea, even despite being told not to. Um, or maybe they, you want seacocks left shut, just checking that that's been done, or all sorts of things really. Um, I mean, that always that even filters through to. Um, you know, making sure that you, you know, if it's if it's flat and it's calm, is this an ideal time for us to go and kind of clean up in the, uh, you know, the heads or galley or you know, give the boat a bit of a bit of a clean? It's, it doesn't have to be major checks. It's just making sure that you've kind of set yourself up that if if now is the last time I'm going to get to do this until we arrive at the destination, how how well can I have everything set up and how how on top of the boat can I be? Now. Feeds in quite, oh, excusing the pun actually, but feeds in quite well from this is then food and water. Um, you know, clearly it's not going to work well to just, you know, none of, we're not camels. We can't just like drink our water for 48 hours and then we're, we're fine. Um, but, you know, we have we done things to regularly set ourselves up for the amount of food that we've got ready and... Um, you know, can we get a meal to a point that we, you know, might not be dinner time, but can it kind of be transferred from while, you know, while we've got time, can we get it into the pan now? Or can we, you know, get things set up for later on? Um, Water, are we taking the time to make sure that we're hydrated? Have we done checks on how much water we've got? Have we refilled the uh, crew's individual water bottles? Um, Have we got a whole bunch of washing up sitting in the you know, the sink still waiting to get dealt with. It's all sorts of things, really. Um, you know, the boats that start doing the kind of long-distance passage races, this stuff all gets quite disciplined. I tend to find in a cruising environment, um, it often can be done really well if some thought is given to it, and it's really, this is just a bit of a prompt to, to be on top of on top of that. Um, and sort of, and again, planning ahead so for example if the if the weather forecast is about to change um can we do an easier dinner um or can we get ahead can we get ahead of the 
the ball or if we you know if we think that it's we're going to have heaps of weather can we give everyone a quick snack now so that they're um they're they're sort of doing well and set up for later i suppose that even you know kind of boat checks but even feeds into um you know it's it's an ideal time to sort of clear out the rubbish bin and things so that we start with that afresh and we're not trying to get to the lazarette in the dark um because it's already two-thirds full i could go on but i i hope i've kind of given you some good ideas there now the um the other side of that is then actually your personal care i mentioned that briefly in terms of things like cleaning the heads having some food but um it, it particularly if you're one of the more experienced people on the boat i always tried to sort of think to myself um on a long trip like at any given point i might be looking at a fair while before i get any sort of sleep so trying to make sure that you're managing your own fatigue that you're looking after your personal hygiene and that you um yeah classic one but is that like have i thought about going to the loo before i go and take over the helm or come up on deck you know all all these things just but managing yourself so that you are kind of set up that if you again as i say you get busy and you you're unable to do other things for a while that you've you've kind of thought about um even stuff like how your clothes are stashed so that if you need layers going through the night or d layers as you're going into the day that you've kind of left yourself really well set up so that you've got what you need um i know i certainly used to kind of repack my um crew bag every uh every day depending on the end of the day that it is so that you know the things that i was going to need like sunscreen in the you know at sunrise i'd bring that back towards the top and the head torch would go down to the bottom and so on just so that the things that you need instantly are as close to hand as possible um that's probably going quite far but you know it's, it's just it's all these things to kind of manage yourself and even if you're listening to this as a crew member or someone that maybe helps deliver boats as a you know a volunteer crew member these are all things that you can be doing even if you're not running the show and involved in the decision making of some of the things that we mentioned earlier on now the last thing is crew development so with that i mean one of the things that comes up a lot is just you know simple things have i got other people to um do the radio skits have i introduced them to um helming um have i if you just start anything any job and put have i before it you can't cover it really um but the time you know the, the time that you spend kind of bringing other people in and giving them an opportunity to do things for you uh, just mean that if you need them later they're all over it so you know let's do a really simple one you know you've done all of the um radio check-ins and you've managed everything yourself no one else knows how to do it suddenly you're in a situation that you've got a man overboard and you're helming and you want people to call for help and you're a (laughs) asking someone who's done it loads of times because you've given them loads of exposure to this to go down and use a piece of equipment they're familiar with find a position that they know how to find and talk to people that they're used to talking to or b while you're trying to manage the other situation you're now trying to give instructions to tell them which channel to be on and so on and so forth you know it's one's a recipe for having hopefully a good outcome the other one is good would be very challenging to have a good outcome so 
just trying to think about those things exposing your crew to environments that means that if you need to call on them even if it's just really simple stuff um you know go on the other extreme one that i often do is maybe get other people to get tools or spares for me although it often takes 10 times as long and they don't get put back exactly where you wanted them you just end up with more people knowing okay that's the cupboard that we find this and that's the toolbox and you get that kind of communication happening so that if you've got something urgent that you're able to kind of hopefully you can communicate it well and other people understand what it is that you're looking to bring from them with those things uh you know getting crew to do stuff like uh even just an essential navigation course or uh work their way through one of the learning courses like the online skipper or the uh sea survival or um or the radio you know just little things that mean that they can really take some load off of you and be a lot more involved in what's going on so uh overall you know thinking about while you're on passage things that you can do to set yourself up for success and the kind of main headlines working out are you know around navigation boat checks food personal care and crew development so thanks very much for listening bye